1: You've always run away from a fight. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so. Have not. You have so, and you know it.
2: What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 145 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Let the games continue. This is Chris. And joining us today, as always, for our Pokemon Olympics, we have, you know, you love them. Dan is back again, hey Dan.
0: Hey guys. you should have said how are you D- Steve? you should have said, Dan, I choose you., <laughs> we might have made oh, that gosh. joke before We've done a lot of pokemon episodes now
2: that's true that's true that that is a good that is a good choice. Dan, how are you?
1: doing well uh today was an eventful day, but uh you know dog had a had a little little activity, eating something off the counter that shouldn't been eaten. uh Oh, so we were on a. Well, now dog you
2: gotta tell us what it day. is. Oh man, did you try giving him a rare candy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we didn't give him a rare candy, no. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't no know how TM's, he would no, no TMs, no, okay. No,
1: yeah, nothing like that. Well,
2: I'm gl- I'm glad to hear he's doing better though. You said right.
1: Yes, yes, doing doing well. Um. He got it all out of his system, and um he's 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 sleeping now, so all,
2: all good oh man it's a it's a event, eventful day for him, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, not a good um, way
1: yeah, not in a good way, but it was eventful.
2: Can you share what he ate off the counter that he should not have eaten? sure,
1: yeah, so Erica, my wife was um trying to make bread bowls um so she like made you know brawl dough and was letting it rise so that she can put it in the oven. And, uh, it was just sitting out there and, uh, she's, you know, looked away for a couple minutes and came back and he well was, took. he, he's, uh, chowing down on the bread bowl, uh, no. the bread bowls that haven't, you know, Even fermented risen and, and risen. Yeah. So they were basically, are going to ferment and rise in his stomach, which, oh no, which would have been bad. So, uh, you know, had a, had a force it out of the stomach a little bit. <laughs>
0: Did he eat like a uh, whole ball of dough?
1: Oh, uh, a pound and a half!
0: Wow, good for him,
1: man. <laughs> a pound and a half of dough, but yeah, there's there's a lot of dough in our backyard right now.
2: <laughs> did um did did he eat both of them? Was she making two? So she she was making four, um, okay. but in, in total, a pound and a half. And he ate the whole thing. So she hadn't she hadn't split it up yet. She was just letting it rise. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay, darn it. Sorry, you yeah. guys I didn't even get to have any red rolls. Well, Erica's like, I'm having
1: my darn bread bowls. <laughs> so she made it later on.
2: <laughs> hey, good for her. I'm glad she's yeah. dedicated to the cause. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have them tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so that was that that's, that's fun. That's fun. Has yeah. uh, has anyone been watching any of the Olympics uh, since that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today? Just, just recently started. I've seen a little bit. I've, I caught some
0: figure skating. Uh, some biathlon, some speed skating, and some one other one, ski jumping.
1: Cool. I uh, I've only seen speed skating so far. Uh, what yeah, about you, Steve? I, uh,
2: I I've had curling on like all day today. Basically, just USA mixed doubles, uh, and they've been they've been doing pretty well. I have like this this. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a fan of figure skating. I I I know it's basically like the winter version of uh, swimming. Like that's like the prime time. But I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I understand and respect it as a competition and a sport and whatnot, but I, I don't like watching it. Oh, you, you
0: gotta, man, okay. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it, but the U S has a great, a great, uh, skater, Nathan Chen. He does like okay. tons of quads, which is like the hardest, the most spins that you, that any skater can do. And like he does like one of the hardest tricks possible in, in figure skating. It's pretty cool. I saw him last night. I guess it was a replay. I don't think I saw it live. Uh, funny story though, Lucy was watching with me and she was unimpressed because I was like, okay, Lucy, watch, they're going to do a big jump. And then he would like, he would do it. His first big trick jumps high in the air, does like a quad spin and lands all nice. And she's like, when's he going to do the big jump?
2: Aww. I was like, that is the big jump. Is
0: that not big enough for you? Oh, so she was unimpressed by the figure skaters. Was she I think, expecting him to jump like 30 feet? I guess she may have been expecting that because it's funny. I, we also watch ski jumping. So maybe she's like, that's a big jump
1: oh
2: yeah i think i think we found a great uh saturday night live sketch where like little kids judge olympic events <laughs> and they yeah, they don't understand what's difficult or not right they have needs no idea more sparkles. No, like, right yeah yeah needs more sparkles <laughs> needs more flair um and yeah big jump wasn't big enough i'll give you two
0: <laughs> that would be interesting i wonder what lucy
2: would be impressed by because so yeah, far the a, olympics it, haven't the really
0: impression. kept her interest
2: Yeah, I don't know. Definitely don't show her curling. That'll be too. That'll be too slow for her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's a big curling fan. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
0: I I I would be surprised, surprised, but it's possible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really want to try curling. I feel like there should be like more spots in like just
0: everyday America where you can try curling. I agree. Didn't we look into it and like it was there were like clubs, but like they don't always have like public like
2: one open yeah. day a month yeah wasn't that for my bachelor party oh yeah we maybe. were trying to look for it I mean, that's we what i thought, we thought i remember hearing that
1: like one in philly or something
2: it. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we found a curling like, club
0: in philly but i think yeah they're like hardly ever open to the public there was a couple times but it like
2: didn't work out yeah, yeah we'll have to we'll have to see uh if when we can do that try to do that i think that'd be i think that'd be a lot of fun
1: i mean i'm a, I'm a mean sweeper i feel like <laughs> i'd be really good at sweeping
2: tossing the rock yeah I actually just learned uh, in in curling there's a thing called the hog line. Are you familiar with this? I'm not no so the so so we were watching and uh, you know how it basically is always the top view of of the stone yeah or mm-hmm. the rock and the rocks had um, these light up lights on them and I said that's weird. I've never noticed that before so I was looking uh, online and there's a, a line called the hog line, which is basically the line that you have to let go of the curling stone. Uh, you know, you can't hold on to it past the hog line and they have sensors on it that indicate if you did let go of it before the hog line. And if you did the lights turn green, which means that it's a fair stone and it's allowed to be played. But if it is red, uh, that means you held on it for too long over the hog line and uh, it's not allowed to be in play. And I don't know if they just like immediately remove it or, or what they have to do. Hmm. Or like the other but, team yeah. has to like quick kick it out of the way before it hits something. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Like, like what what they would have to do, or like would they get a penalty or something? I'm I'm, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, oh look at that, the hog line had no idea. It's probably a lot better
1: than like, oh crap, like uh, I think he I think he held too long. Where were the other stones? Like, can't we can't have to reset
2: this. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it was um, it was pretty interesting. Technology, man. So, yeah, <laughs> learn some new things with the Olympics. So, so uh, in our previous episode, uh, our listeners hopefully uh, would have known that we are, once again, doing the Pokemon uh, Olympics with uh, the 2020 Winter Olympics going on in Beijing right now. Uh, and If you haven't listened to that episode, uh, totally go back and, uh, and give it a listen if you'd like. Um, we uh, have not yet uh, looked at the results for that episode, so we'll look at the results for that episode and this episode in a future episode. But... Um, we're going to get into looking at some, some more events. Do you guys have anything else you want to add before we get into it? No, we should jump right in. We got a lot of Pokemon and a lot of events. Let's do it. So, uh, just real quick before we get started, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowindcast.com or excuse me, whowindcast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website at com. Um, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts to help us spread the word about our show. And we'll give you a shout-out Red on our show. One thing I also want to add is last week we um, plugged that we now have a Who Would Win Discord server. Uh, and if you would like to join that, if you follow the links in the show notes, you can access that where you can... Uh, join some of the different uh, channels that we have. Uh, Chris, myself, and Dan are also on this. So if you want to talk about uh, episode discussions or, or any other things that you want to, you know, uh, mention, feel free to go uh, go over to our Discord server. So let's get into it: the Pokemon Winter Olympics, Part Two. Uh, so we have three uh, new events. Now, actually, it's not even new events, right? We did three something a little different. Three for this old one. events, if you will. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did three old events, three events that are no longer in the Winter Olympics. However, they were at one point, and these events are fascinating. And we went this route. Uh, I think I mentioned in our previous episode, but we went this route because the Winter Olympics, pretty much the same events. They don't offer much um, diversity in a- adding new events every year like the Summer Olympics try to do. Um, so we didn't want to just repeat something that we did in the past. So we, like I mentioned, we have three events, used to be in the Olympics. Very, very interesting. Each of us are going to pick Pokemon to go with that, and we will uh, do what we let, normally do and see how these Pokemon would do. Uh, so the first one we have is called Skijoring, I think you would pronounce it. That sounds
0: good, or Skijoring. Ski-joring. I've been saying
2: Joring. yeah. Depends where you put the accent the
0: there.
2: It. Yeah, Joring. Um so so Dan I, I'm going to I'm going to default back to you cuz you're our uh resident Olympic Games expert. Uh what what do you have for ski joring?
1: Yeah, so um I'm not sure how you guys are with the Norwegian, but the word is actually based off of a Norwegian word that kind of means ski driving. Um so I'm not sure if that helps, but it is a winter sport where basically a person on skis is being pulled by either a horse, a dog, or even a motor vehicle. And they basically, it's like a super quick event and they basically are trying to sprint. So if there's a horse, this, the horse is sprinting through uh, a thing. And then basically the uh, person on skis has to move through this, um, this course. And there's also like obstacle courses a little bit, but it's like a very quick event. Um, and it's, it's just pretty cool. I'm not sure if you guys have seen any, any done live. No, have you? I went live live. I watch it on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never, I didn't even know people still did this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if you want to put it on this, the show notes, but there was a, a thing on the Wall Street Journal that they record, they interviewed a guy from, uh, I believe it was Utah or even, or Wyoming, I'm not sure. Or maybe Montana. It's only out west. Um, and it, it kind of showed this live and how, like, he got into it. And um, very fascinating.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this this just sounds like one of those events that you know uh, just was made up one day when some guy was on skis, he yeah, had a little bit too much to drink. It's like something and... you do with your friends. They're like, Hey, can a horse pull us on skis? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yes and then yeah, and they're like, Oh, it's like it's driving us on skis, ski joring.
1: Yeah, I mean I've heard of like uh people being towed by um like lawnmowers in on on uh, when it's in snowing or you know, a quad
2: but uh never a horse so that's no. this, this is new but yeah, it's cool yeah yeah this this is awesome this is awesome i love it i love it all right so for this event we each chose one pokemon which is going to be the horse slash dog slash uh four bipedal or not bipedal quadpedal uh creature and we also chose the individual pokemon which will be pulled by that quadpedal pokemon um so i'll i'll start with this one so I'm starting off with a Pokemon uh, from uh, Generation 8, which is called, uh, gosh, Glastrier, I guess you would say. Sounds close. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, Glastrier. And Glastrier is basically a horse that is covered in ice. All four of its hooves just kind of have, like, sharp... uh, I see spikes coming off of it. It has, it looks like it's tail has just been out in the, the cold for too long. And it just has like frostbite on its tail. It's totally frozen. And it has like these awesome spikes coming off around the head, but the body itself is just white. No, no covering probably just like regular, like horse hair, I guess you would say. Uh, so that's going to be the Pokemon that I have pulling my other Pokemon, which is a Pokemon called East which is a, also a generation eight Pokemon which uh is basically a penguin however he has a block of ice for a head with two eyes <laughs> and a beak wow you and really went w-
0: for the ice head pokemon today
2: yeah yeah that's that's East Q. so both of these pokemon they they they're they're going to be very well adapted to the cold no problem whatsoever going uh uh in this event now the the Hero uh pick seems pretty obvious because Horse ice going through the snow seems, uh, pretty obvious. Uh, and then pulling eSKU on skis should be, should be no problem. However, I will, I will admit before, uh, you guys start coming at me, if you will, um, on Bulbapedia under, uh, Glacier, Gl- I keep saying this thing wrong. Oh my gosh. Glastriers, Pokemon, uh, you know, biology. It says that it cannot move fast, but. It can freeze the ground to allow it to slide across the ice in a flash. And its legs allow us to travel through the snowiest of lands and worsts of roads. So though it's not fast, it does have that ability to freeze said ground, um, allowing it to just slide forward, which will give it good speed uh, going ahead. Uh, any tough terrain, it'll have no problem going through. And um, e I'm going with... No problem holding on to to reins. No problem wearing skis, and then its head is basically already an ice cube, so it's not going to have to worry about getting frostbite or freezing to death or anything like that in this competition. It's going to have no problem uh, whatsoever going through.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly if you don't mind, Chris. I'll go first. So uh, for me, I think you know, fine with sq esq um, I, I'm really hanging out on last year, um, last year, um, because it, again, it is, the game is about all about the first one over the finish line. So it is, a, it's a game of speed. Um, and I, I, it's a, it's not a horse that's built for speed.
2: Steve. It is. It's a horse that's built for speed in snowy areas where it can make, uh, where it can freeze the ground. What Steve, what if he has to go uphill? How's he going to do that? Well, well, Dan, didn't you say that this is a really quick event? Super quick. Yeah. Super it's quick. all about
1: who gets across the finish line and, and the fastest.
0: And what, how, what are we talking? It's... Like, like a, like it's like a four minute, it's like a two minute race.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm we just saying, to, if, he uphill, if he has to go uphill, if he has to go uphill, freezing the ice won't help him. He'll just slip and slide or be slow again. If Cause
2: if it's that, if it's that quick of an event, I don't think it's going uphill significantly.
0: It could be like bumps or whatever. And, okay, here's the other thing. I'm curious how this
2: guy's vision works, because he has, like, his head is covered in ice. So that is true. So um, <laughs> uh, he has, uh, his eyes are white with no visible pupils.
0: I wonder how so that he works. Just,
2: he, I think he just uh, he just sees through probably the ice that's around his head. I, pro- I take it kind of like um, how camels are adapted to seeing in deserts with their eyes closed. Yeah, but I'm
0: just saying the ice will distort his vision unless it's made to do that. Like it's like wearing like glasses.
2: I think <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure his his vision will be fine. I'm oh, sure. Okay. It, you're you sure. Know. Yep. Yeah. That that's that's how I'm 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 feeling it.
0: Dan, did you ever notice that Steve's come back to things? Uh, when we bring up points, they will just be like, "Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine."
1: Yeah, it's like the assumption. like <laughs> uh, idea It's just like yeah,
2: totally. That that's yeah, possible. Yeah, Steve no thinks no it'll worries. be fine. <laughs> Well, I will admit, when I was doing my research, I didn't think of its vision. you know, No, I was actually kind of kidding, because I, I
0: assume he doesn't... I am assuming he has good vision, because he seems to be... They say he's like a strong Pokemon who's actually a jerk and likes to fight people. Which is the other thing I was going to say. You picked a jerk horse that's going to fight people. But uh, well, uh he probably can very, see okay. It's very... Okay. Pro-
2: it's very yeah, it's very proud and arrogant, so it's going to want to win. It's probably going to be very show-offy. It's probably not um, going to listen
0: to his penguin driver. He's going to be like, this jerk has a weird, has a funny-looking ice head, not as cool as my ice head. I'm not going to listen to him.
2: <laughs> or he might see them and see him as one of his own. He'd be like, oh, my God, you got made fun of having an ice head when you were a kid? So did I. Possible. Let's show these guys, these, these people who made fun of us our whole lives, You know, who who are the real ice heads here. That is, that is possible, <laughs> yeah.
1: So I'm now looking at the proper rules and regulations for ski touring and it's between 700 and 900 feet, depending on the racetrack. Okay. The distance.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's really not really going to have like a big the, hill. Yeah, it's not going to be weird. like cross-country skiing. I got gotcha. you.
1: Right. Right. Yeah,
0: right.
2: It's, it's not, not going to not... be a significant incline.
1: Well, I don't know about the incline. They typically say a flat surface, but um, right, the distance is 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 pretty small.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, I'd also argue if you're doing this with a dog, I don't know if a dog would be able to pull you like up a hill, like a really like steep hill or something, like in real life with ski touring. Yeah, I got you. Yeah so uh so that's that's my pick. uh one thing I will add with EQ, which is just kind of cool. He has this thing where he can change forms with its ice face ability. It's not an evolution; it's basically as if he can just kind of change his identity um and he has this form called a noise face, where he basically looks like a grown- up penguin, and his ice cube head is now uh spherical.
0: Oh, I thought that was an evolution. that's interesting.
2: Yeah, not t- not technically uh, an evolution.
0: I wonder why it's called that.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I was d- I was doing research and it just has that ability, this ice face ability that that just kind of makes him look different.
0: Okay. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So, um, I-, I mean, if he had to change uh, his height for any purpose <laughs> or his white his weight for any purpose, uh, you know, during during the event, I guess he could if if he needed to, but. Okay, that's um, that's what I'm going with. Yep. So that's um Glastrier and Iscue. All
0: right, you guys want to hear about my Pokemon? Give it. All right, I'm I'm going to describe this for you. All right, imagine a horse with a white coat, pale blue eyes, a uh, tail colored in streaks of pastel cyan and pink, and a horn. And if you're thinking I just described a unicorn, it's because I did. It's a it's Galarian Rapidash who is a unicorn. and then they get a fairy type or something psychic and fairy and they're known for being super fast so that's why i picked them and maybe being psychic will help too if uh you know he gets any like premonitions about something bad about to happen he'll like oh well i originally was thinking it was a longer course so he might be like oh i won't go that way i'll go this way but i guess it's really short but doesn't matter he's still super fast he um he can run at like 150 miles per hour, according to uh, Bulbapedia, and can reach top speed in like 10 steps. So quick acceleration, too. Wow. And he will be pulling Oh yeah, a Dragapult. So quick backstory on Dragapult. Uh, I found him, and I was like, this is the coolest Pokemon I've ever seen. I have to pick him. And I was going to put him in one of our later events, but it wasn't a great fit. It was kind of forcing it. So I put him in this event because it was the only spot I had left. So, we'll see how he does. So, Dragapult. Oh, these are, these are both, uh, or Dragapult's Gen 8. I don't know what Rapidash is. He's, he might be too.
1: Well, Rapidash itself is Gen yeah, 1. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rapidash
0: is Gen 1. Um, the Galarian form. I don't know when that happened. Sorry. Me either. Yeah. Um, anyway, Dragapult. Uh, Gen 8. So, <laughs> his head? Okay, he, he kind of looks like a big, hm. I don't know. Picture I don't even know how to describe this. I'm just going to start with his head. I'm
1: getting like a salamander body. Okay,
0: so sal- that's perfect. A salamander. But his head is like triangular and kind of looks like a like an air like a jet, like a stealth bomber almost. And then his bottom <laughs> half is a ghost. So th- this Pokémon is part dragon, part ghost and part fighter jet. And I was like, that's so mm-hmm. cool. He can actually shoot his his pre-evolved form can like live in his head and he can shoot them like a missile so
1: so it literally is like the the desert storm
2: stuff bomber uh, yeah as a head yeah 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 that's exactly what it looks like so so yeah. here's
0: why I think he would be good in this um he, his head looks aerodynamic so I think he's gonna help with uh with drag being pulled and his bottom half is ghost so I'm thinking low friction on the ground but they're on skis anyway but whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, that's Dragapult,
1: and it has drag in the name, right? So, like, it's in theory, he's you'd being you'd be dragged.
0: Oh, thanks for the thanks for the assist there. Anytime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, uh, I though this guy is pretty awesome, and I do love Rapidash and Unicorn. Um, with the, the Dragapult is supposed to be weighing 110 pounds. Uh, when looking at say even steve's option um uh, it's it's a, a big difference in weight, and it, to your point has a' has a very long tail though part of his ghost uh it is still a lot of friction that happens, and he has a very short legs, so'm not sure how that will work if he needs to like you know get a lot of bump there's like a lot of bumpy roads in in the in the you know nine hundred feet of him traveling
0: through this. I think he'll so, just ghost through ghost through the ground if he has to. And, and like, so, Rabidash is, is really strong. So no, no problems pulling, uh, you know, something that's, uh, what, uh, 80% of his own weight, give or take. Not quite. Maybe not quite. <laughs> uh, that was a quick, that was a quick estimate. It might be closer to like 60%. I mean, horses you can know carry, like, horses carry heavy people all the time, right?
2: Yes. <laughs> I, I think in poke, in, in, um, in the different Pokemon regions, they call it Rapidash power. When they're referring to uh, how fast something can be pulled.
0: Oh, instead is instead it... of horsepower. Correct. Yeah, yes. that that, that does make joke. sense. That's a good uh, a good little in universe Easter egg there.
2: What, one thing I just find interesting. Um, this doesn't really have to do with with or against Chris's argument. Is um, the Galarian Rapidash is about twenty five, thirty five pounds lighter than the regular Rapidash, hmm. which I, I find interesting. Horn. It, it, so does the regular Rabidash. definitely uh, not as big it looks though. like a definitely big, big, big. Yeah, that's true and the regular Rabidash has all those flames like this rabbit the galarian Rabidash clearly has like hair on it
0: yeah it looks like maybe a little like it thinned out a little bit
2: yeah i just i did sorry i was just i was just looking at um the stats and i thought that that was an interesting yeah i
0: saw that too that's funny yeah same height though different weight
2: yeah, same height, different weight, yeah. But, now, I've always had this question with ghosts. Can ghosts just pick and choose when they want their bodies to um, like, to go through things? Ooh, it really depends on the, the ghost rules of that
0: universe. Remember how hard it was for Patrick <laughs> Swayze to learn that in the movie Ghost? Say that again, I'm sorry? Remember how hard it was for Patrick Swayze to learn to pick things up in the movie Ghost? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. He had a hard time, you know, um, what's it called? Um, like having uh, physical trying, interactions was, with things right yes exactly
0: yeah so but he could walk so i mean in movies and whatever ghosts can always like walk on the ground if they have to like patrick swayze wasn't like falling through the floor but he couldn't like pick things up or like open doors until later when he learned how and like some ghost movies ghosts can only go through stuff sometimes ghosts can touch things it really depends on it i don't know the pokemon rules
2: yeah that's true um yeah because if that's the only thing i could see possibly being uh a detriment to him is if he's trying to wear skis and every time he puts them on, he just like falls through them. And he's not able to get them onto his feet. Or anything. Oh, I, Oh, I got something
0: else for the weight. His head being a jet will generate lift when, when he's moving. So it'll be like, he'll be like flying behind the, the rapid dash. You could basically have
2: like Santa Claus's sleigh right here
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> with missiles with, mi- with missiles yeah, just exactly. in case very American Santa Claus. Oh, Steve. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, looking at it, dragon ghost type and then rabidash is, is psychic fairy. So, so those two would probably work well together being ghost and, uh, and psychic. You know, those aren't like weaknesses against each other.
0: They're not going to be fighting each
2: other. Yeah. No, no, no. I just mean like in terms of like working together. Oh, uh,
0: I don't know. I just thought the, they're, rabidash is good at pulling things and dragapult's good at being pulled or dragged <laughs> as Dan helped me. out. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would he would he use his um his his pulse, as you will, uh during the event?
0: <laughs> no, I I'm pretty sure it will be against the rules, even in the Pokemon Olympics, to uh attack your
2: other people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It,
1: again, I I bring it up again. I, I, I stand by the the Snowbox defense. <laughs> I think it was meaningful and it had a place and I think you can still your other Pokemon you're competing
0: against. So you think I should be allowed to shoot people while I'm racing?
1: Uh if you were competing against other people that's happening at the same time, which doesn't happen.
0: He happened individually. Oh okay. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I just realized he's a stealth Pokemon. That's like his category. He he really is like oh. a like a B Two bomber head. That's funny. Yeah. I love yeah, I love this awesome. guy. This kind of makes me want to play Gen 8. If this is what they were coming out with, these Pokemon
2: But it's probably like all the cool ones you can't get till the very end of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was Sword and Shield. And, um, it was also Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Yeah. But I don't know if he, I don't know if he was in those ones or if
0: he was just in Sword and Shield. Also, um, Steve pointed this out to me before we started recording. The, the Pokemon he keeps in his head are named, are called Dreepies. That's his like pre, pre evolution. They love to be shot out of his head. Like they like, they enjoy it. I thought that was a nice little fun fact.
2: I wonder, can yeah. he, like, just generate new ones, or do they return back to him I, un- after getting shot up? It's out? Un- uh, unclear. I'm not sure. Yeah, because he's, like, he's basically, like, a like a, um, the daycare for Pokemon, <laughs> in a sense, if he's just reproducing these things. I mean. Yeah, I don't, I
0: don't know <laughs> if he makes them, or just, like, they, like, live in his head for a little bit.
2: Yeah, it might be, like, those little fish that attach themselves to the bottom of sharks. Yeah,
0: just like Steve those that. little fish that attack them. Thank you, Steve. Yep.
2: Yep. Uh, all right, cool. So, Dragapult and uh, Galarian... Rabidash for that one. Dan, what do you got? All right. So
1: I have um for my puller, I have um Spectre. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Yeah. I
2: think I think that's right. Spectreer, maybe would be spectre, the only way to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a ghost type. Um I didn't know it was legendary until uh, just before the the recording, so I apologize. No, that's, that's fine, um, that's
2: no big deal. Glacier. Like, I actually, I actually just learned Glacial uh, was a legendary Pokemon too. So,
1: no, oh, didn't uh, yeah. know that either. Um, so Spectrier um, is a, again a it's horse. It's a legendary. Uh, has black fur and purple markings covering its right side of its face, extending to the back of its ears. Um, when I was reading this through, it's kind of funny. Uh, it has a lot of interesting little facts about it, but. Um, one that has a fondness for carrots, in case you guys didn't know, this cat, this horse has a fondness <laughs> uh, for carrots. As, as do many horses. Yeah. Well, it's, it's explicitly called out on Bullpedia, So it's a it's, a it's, you know, mm-hmm. I thought it was, uh, you know, must really be a case. But uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, he is a ghost type. And, uh, when they, when you're talking about it, they, when you, you read it, it, says it's, it's basically, um, it's, a, it's, it's a very light, pokemon it's only 98 pounds but its category is a swift horse so it's uh it's really really um really fast of a horse so um that's that and then when it comes to a steerer it's rilu um which is in generation four and which evolves into lucario and um is a, is a pretty small um pokemon um so i'm gonna get the exact information for you it's a it's, it's a two feet tall. It's forty four pounds, and uh, but basically it's a fighting Pokemon, um, and looks exactly like a Lucario, but it's just smaller. Um, if I give you, it's a small blue canine Pokemon with black uh, torso and legs, blue tail, and yellow collar. Um, so yeah, so the idea here is that. Um, bacteria or, or, or. <laughs> um, basically that, that the horse would be super strong and super fast to be able to kind of pull through and um, Rylou would be able to kind of hold on tight and be able to go through this,
0: this discourse pretty quickly. One thing I'm noticing, the horse seems like an emo horse. Oh, totally. Uh, with Like yeah, it's, it's main covering its the face down the face. It even says that yeah. it desires isolation and silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, and coincidentally, Bulbapedia even says, it because it's nocturnal and usually out at night, it has weak eyesight, which is what I was making fun of Steve's horse for, but your horse actually does have weak eyesight. Yeah, and
1: um, one other interesting fact is that its kicks can separate the soul from a body.
2: Yeah, I read um, that too. Which is uh,
1: super interesting.
2: If If it desires isolation and silence, though, is the Olympics the best place for it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: there's a two uh too shy to the stage
2: right um, It's i think i think it might get stage fright and it, with the, all the people cheering i think it might get upset and then like freak out
0: mm. maybe there won't be that many people there it'll be a covid olympics it'll be good
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh thing going for me
2: one thing i do want to add dan uh the, your choice of spectre and my cho- choice of glastrier is actually they're both very uh similar um they're both proud and arrogant. And also they both ruled over the count, the crown Tundra and they would terrorize the residents of the crown Tundra. Um, and both of them were actually tamed by a character called Calyrex, which was uh, a character in the game. Wow. Both yeah. of our Pokemon. Yeah. He was this guy who, who's like this really tiny looking like, uh, I don't know, like a mouse mouse or with like, or like giant hair. It looks kind of like, thing. yeah, maybe a mouse. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he was able to like tame both of them. So I'm really glad like Chris didn't choose like Calyrex to fight against us because he'd be able to <laughs> to tame both of them. I
0: considered it
2: because
0: my so that's funny because oh wait. The one I picked later. Never mind. Yeah, I saw that, that that Calyrex like tamed those, but I didn't uh Yeah, didn't think of it.
1: Yeah, the one thing and I'm I'm I don't know my horse types, but um Yours looks like it's uh, one of the Budweiser horses, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like one of those uh Clad Clads, Clads- Cladsdale. Um and uh as like, you know, good for long distance, strong. Nah, not really going for the speed. I'm going for more like Secretariat, you know, going for that quick <laughs> quick sprint.
2: Yeah, I think I think the only uh the, one one thing I'll point out too is I think um I think Riolu uh just looks so high energy and like super excited. That I feel like uh Riolu and Spectre just like wouldn't get along. Like Riolu would just be like, Oh, come on, let's be best friends, let's <laughs> let's work together and we're really gonna succeed and Riolu would just like put its hair down and be like, I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. I'm just I'm just gonna yeah, leave me alone, don't talk to me. i d I'm just gonna I'm gonna run. That's what I have to do. I have to run and then it's over. Fine. That's what I'm gonna do. Can
0: you picture him kinda the horse kinda like throwing his hair to the other side of his face
2: and like doing like a <laughs> horse sound to like get people to leave him alone? Yeah. <laughs> oh god it's great it's great so all right uh anything else you guys want to add for this event before we move on to the next no i'm good no, I'm good awesome i love it all right so the next event we're going to move on to like we mentioned is another event that is no longer in the olympics anymore and this event which should return in my opinion just like ski jumping should this is the dog sled what do we got for the dog sled
1: so um when it comes to like Olympics is a little different than say you I did a rods, Um but for the Olympics, they basically have a six do- six dogs per sled, and each sled would take off at you know three minute intervals and they, it was a 25 point one mile long course, and you basically like would be able to inter be able to kind of get off the mushers at some point. Um, I think you had four points so on the journey that you could like change off your musher, but the the dogs basically would, you know, run for twenty five miles, and whoever got through there the, sh- the shortest amount of time yeah. won. Um, but I Iditarod rod's a was a lot longer than that. That's not that's beyond the uh, the Olympics.
2: So you said about about twenty five miles would be the Olympics. Yes. Distance. Yeah. Alright, so that, that's, that's a, that's a significant amount, um, that a little, a little animal's gonna have to be, uh, mushing for.
0: Yes, yes. Or not that little, depending on, uh, what Pokemon you found.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Going off that, Chris, do you wanna start with yours? Uh, yeah. Wait, is mine related to that? Oh, I don't know. I just thought that's what you were going off of.
0: No, I was just saying that, uh, anyway. <laughs> so my, my, my dog, my, my sled puller, is named, ooh, I don't know if it's like Zacian or Zacian. I'm going to say Zacian. I think it sounds cooler. He is like one of the Pokemon, he's like the Pokemon sword, like flagship cover Pokemon. He's a, he's a big dog and he can hold a sword in his mouth. Um, I'm curious. I'm, I wonder if there's, um, like mythology for dogs holding swords because there's also a giant dog that holds a sword in the Dark Souls games who's really cool. So I wonder if that's like a thing to To have a dog with a sword in his mouth, because you think very hard to use a sword with your mouth. Just not, it doesn't have the the dexterity that you need to use a sword when you're holding it in your mouth. But whatever, multiple dogs with swords in pop in uh, in fiction, um, maybe it's a thing. Um, my my zation doesn't need his sword for this event, so he can be the the non sword form. Um, but yeah, he's he he is a legendary. Uh, he's a, he's a big, uh, like blue dog. Um, and he looks really strong. So that's why I picked him. And, um, he is pretty big. Also, weird, weird thing. (laughs) The form when you give him the sword, he's like way bigger or way heavier for some reason. So, so his normal form is 242 pounds. His, his crowned sword form is 782 pounds.
2: Oh my gosh, like, that is so He's
0: holding a 500-pound sword.
2: <laughs> it's all the headdress. Too, yeah, he gets a get head thing.
0: Point. He has some wings. Wing-looking things. Oh, yeah. oh, that one does look cooler. But I just didn't want him to have a sword for this event, because I thought it would be dangerous. Yeah, it
1: might be uh, add some weight to it if you're uh, mushing Yeah, to I don't 20, think he needs that. Yeah, I most. agree. I don't
0: think he needs it. But anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Big Strong Dog. And then he will be pulling uh, Sir Fetched. So... Uh, if you guys don't know, surfetched would Do you guys remember Farfetch'd from, I think Gen One? If not, like a r- really early Gen, like one or two, or three. Yeah, I do, I do remember that. Yeah. Gen One, right? Okay, cool. So in Gen Eight, <coughs> excuse me, they added a evolution for him named Surfetched, which you get by having your Farfetch'd hit three critical hits in one battle, and he basically is a more um hmm, a more regal looking duck. A little, little taller maybe. And his, his leek that he holds becomes a long sword. Um, like really long, like three, like twice his body length. And he has like a big (laughs) leaf shield. So he looks kind of like a knight. That's why his name is Sir Fetched. Uh, I love, I love the wordplay there. Um, so, so I was thinking this guy probably has experience riding horses. And I know you're not riding a horse in this event, but he'll understand like the performance of of, uh, like a, like a right, a running animal. And he probably, he may have experienced jousting because of his long sword. Kinda of looks like a jousting lance or a lance. So I'm like, this guy's probably good at riding in the back of the sled and he can point with the lance. I don't know if
2: that'll help. Maybe not. But, uh, I just thought he looked like, like a good, like a good rider. Now, uh, I, I definitely agree with you that he would look like a good rider. I've I've never understood this in Pokemon though. So if like as a Pokemon, would he have to hold on to that leak the whole time, or could he let go of that?
0: Steve, oh, you're you're getting into some of the great unanswered questions of Pokemon. Like like when he evolves, does it just like appear? Does he have to find it? There's so many weird things like that in Pokemon.
2: That's what I'm curious because I'm curious if he if he has to hold on to this shield and this sword leak, I, he might have a hard time holding on to the reins of a dog sled. Um. So. The leak, it
1: carries the most prized possession um, from Bolpedia.
2: So he's Uh, he's not putting that down.
1: Once the leak finally withers, Sir Fetch will retire from
2: battle for good.
0: Oh, okay. I think, I mean, he must be able to let go of them. That'd be crazy if he could never put them down.
2: Yeah, I I would think so. Especially if if, if it weathers, like, that leak is, like, chopped and peeled. Like, that's going to die in, like, a couple days, right? (laughs) Um... Is he only able to battle for like for like a week? No, this then must be then special required?
0: Galarian leaks. They last longer.
2: Okay, all right, all right. That, he that might, maybe he says, thing maybe about, he has some ritual. He coats is, it in
0: something. I don't know. Okay.
1: The one thing I will say about leak is that it's like you know it grows nice and and when you have some water in there, um, it will just kind of you know grow that very quickly. So I'm not sure if he can uh, use the snow to help grow. It might be a little too cold for him, but hmm. um, yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's, I'd also like to point out that standing at two foot seven, he weighs all, he weighs 260 pounds.
0: I, I saw that. I thought that was really interesting. How somehow, how, how he's that heavy. I don't, I don't like Gen eight it's went insane. crazy with the weights of Pokemon.
2: It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense, but I definitely think that, um, Zakian will definitely be able to, to pull him even at that weight. There's, there's no doubt that he'll be able to pull him. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I mean, he'll be
0: on a sled, so he'll be like, uh, yeah, he doesn't have to like drag his like limp body, which would be harder. But anyway, yeah, I was thinking he's a, he's a legendary dog guy. He he's used to apparently carrying a five hundred pound sword, so he should have no problem.
2: Oh yeah, no, I agree.
1: <laughs> and just right. so we know, it it there would be? Are we saying there's six of these dogs pulling the the Sir Fetched, or is it is it one? Because the According to the Olympic rules, it's it was six.
0: Oh, I didn't know. When I read the notes, I just thought it was one, but it doesn't matter. Whatever you want. Yeah, I,
2: I, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say if you're doing if you're doing the six, go for the six. If that's okay. the Olympic rules, take it. Yeah.
1: So at that point, I'm not going to hang out as <laughs> much on the weight because if it was one for one, then I might be a little bit more um, more hanging out on that. Um, but I, I do think the Sir Fetch thing is he's just a he's a he's a big he's a big. Uh, Duck. <laughs> um, I I think that would be um, then the leak would just drag. I, I think this is a lot of not very aerodynamic. It just wouldn't be wouldn't
0: be very good. There he, he can point it forward like he's jousting.
1: Right, right. Well, luckily uh, Zacian has a shield, right?
2: No, that's the other one. No, that's that's the other one.
1: Oh, uh, that's the other one. Never mind.
0: <laughs> do they? But Zacian has a sword too. They could do some. Uh, they could like do some sword fighting to practice. They both love swords. Just chopping just, just chop the leak, though. Are we? I mean, there's no way it's just like a. That's so. That's so silly to, to have
2: a leak as a sword.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean, <laughs> have you seen some of the Pokemon? I mean, there's an ice cream cone for God's sake.
0: Yeah.
1: The one thing that's kind of confused me a lot is that Zacian's a fairy type. I would have never put that two together based on his his, his um design.
0: Agreed. i um, Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He is. And then he gets a steel type. When he holds the sword, he's fairy
2: steel. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. All right, so we got Zacian. We got Surfetched. I like it. I'll take on mine next, if you don't mind, Dan. It worked. All right, so for my uh, dog-type Pokemon, if you will, I am taking Glaceon, one of the uh, many evolutions in the saga that is Eevee. Uh it evolves with Eevee holding an uh an ice stone, which is uh from the game Sword and Shield. And uh it joins all the other editions of Eevee's you know uh evolutionary forms when they hold different stones as well. So going or excuse me, Glaceon, Eevee's evolution, uh Glaceon is gonna be uh the dog type Pokemon pulling the sled, like I said. Ah, uh, nice thing with with Glaceon is uh it's able to drop its body te- body temperature below uh -75 degrees Fahrenheit so it's going to have no problem uh adapting to the cold being in the cold running in the cold um and a lot of times people that see Glaceon they are captivated by its beautiful snowfall that it is able to produce and um those people that are not paying attention to it they are instantly frozen without realizing it. So that could be a good thing going up against the other people in the dog sled race that they could just be so captivated by its beauty and grace uh, by the snowfall coming from it that they would just freeze. Um, uh, It's also very popular at ski resorts uh, just because it can create powdery snow. So whenever it shows up, everyone's like, Hey, we're going skiing today. (laughs) We got some fresh snow coming, which is a nice thing with Glaceon. So, so that's the polar and for uh by musher, I guess you would say, is I'm gonna be going with uh Weevil. Uh and Weevil is a Pokemon that evolves from Sneasel. Uh this is a generation four Pokemon. Sneasel is a generation two Pokemon um back from the uh, Gold and Silver days. And uh Weevil, oh man, Weevil Weevil kind of looks like a uh I don't know how to explain this that great. It's 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 basically like uh it's got two arms, two legs, and with like razor sharp claws all around. And it's 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 purple with kind of like a like a fan type like headdress on, on top of its head. And um it's a shorter Pokemon. I I just wanted to go with a Pokemon that, you know, is able to stand up uh on the sled that's not gonna be like too heavy uh for uh Glaceon to be able to pull it uh and it's going to be able to you know hold the reins and if if it gets into any trouble with uh any other pokemon it'll be able to uh to defend itself and make sure that glaceon uh is defended as well so for this one i was just purely going for the uh the ability to to stand hold the reins and be able to be pulled by glaceon in in the event what's
1: i love glaceon what's that like i'm sorry i had to say
0: that
2: (laughs) is that your favorite ev evolution
1: I was thinking about that. I don't know if it's that or if it's Vaporeon.
0: Oh, but, I like I like Umbreon. Uh, I think
1: tough tough ooh, pick. Ooh, dark.
2: Yeah, I think I, I like. Um, cool. I was an Espeon fan growing up. Espeon, Espeon's pretty yeah. really cool. Yeah. Espeon also
1: very good in um, in Pokemon Go.
0: I'll just leave it there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get your plug in. What's that? Yeah. Um, like gold coin in the middle of uh, Weevil's head.
2: Do you know? Um. It is an oval marking in the center of its forehead. That's all I can get from from Bulbapedia. Oh, okay. It's a yellow oval marking. Okay.
1: No reason for it not, Yeah, I don't think know? it has
2: any, you know, like um like Marvel uh, MCU Vision has like the mind stone in the center of its head. It's not the and mind you can, stone, like, shoot mm-hmm. Out, mm-hmm. you don't the like, lasers, no. yeah.
0: No. Yeah, he's kind of like a ninja looking pokemon, I would say.
2: Yeah, yeah, he kind of looks, yeah, he ha- he has that vibe going to him definitely. He's de- he's spe- he's uh he's famed for his speed and his agility. Um, and his uh, sharp claws can leave behind traces of frostbite just to show how strong his his claws are are they cold i i know i just think that it hurts that bad that you feel like it's as if you got fr- uh, frostbite okay i don't fully understand yeah. how that's possible but okay i think it's just like you ever get like <laughs> oh man like have you ever gotten like so cold like you felt like you were like like burning, like, hmm. I don't know. Like, I know, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? I don't know how to you know, describe that uh, in the scientific terms, I'm sure. But yeah, it just, I guess that feeling where it just hurt that bad, that it's equivalent to the feeling as if you had frostbite is, is what his claws can do. Okay. Which, which probably really wouldn't come up in the match because he's going to be more uh, focused on just, you know, holding on and, and going for the ride. And you know directing uh what's it called a Glaceon, excuse me uh, as to where it's going,
1: yeah, I think the only thing i got for for this um is that I feel like Glaceon a is relatively small um it's a it's fifty pounds fifty seven pounds it i mean i, I know I, I love Glaceon, but I feel like it's um Compared to Chris's dog, it's just a, it's like half the size, and uh, being able to pull that same kind of um, strength out of it might be a little harder.
2: That is true. Um, it it doesn't have the size that Chris has is um, with six of them. Hopefully, that'll get going uh, some more. Six of them are not going to hold up to six um, Zacians. I'm not trying to say that uh, in any sense of the imagination. The main reason I, I went with uh, Glaceon though is just you know ice Pokemon the ability to you know, drop its body temperature uh, in the in, and handle the cold, adapt to the cold. I'm not sure what Zacian would be able to do in the cold. Uh, looking things up, it doesn't really say anything in the in the Pokemon canon about that. I mean, he's he's damaged normally by ice, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, but it also says that the, the the sword version of Glaceon is resistant to ice. So, um, but uh, at least at least Glaceon ha- has that uh, you know knowledge ability. Uh, that, that that background and you know it could it could uh, adapt to that uh, environment
1: mm.
2: so so those are mine too uh if you guys have nothing else uh, let's talk about yours dan sure
1: um so mine is manic manic trick is a it's a dog and basically it's mainly blue with spiky yellow mane on its head and yellow tufts of fur on its hunches and around his front feet um basically of the reasons i got picked mantrick was that it gathers electricity in its main and then discharges it this process creates uh thunderclouds which can use in battles but really also that electricity um can also be like um help create explosive speed and it also uses that electricity to help like releases its soreness too, so it can recover quicker. So it's basically meant to constantly be recharging itself as it's running. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's a eighty-eight pounds. It's a decent-sized dog, and though it's electric, um, Oogie, I woogie
2: woogie, woogie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: uh, you know I'm, I'm hanging out on the idea that um, you know we'll find some way to uh, cover him from the snow. And then from the musher side, it is, and I'm gonna butcher this one, it's Frogadier.
2: Yeah, I think that's exactly how you would say it.
1: All right, so Frogadier is um it is a gen six Pokemon, uh, which eventually forms into Greninja. And uh basically it is a light blue frog, um with dark blue markings on its head, and basically like forms a Three point mark down its upper back, Um, and yeah, so it's basically just a frog, and I'm basically thinking that it would be able to use its like uh, its sticky uh, webbed hands uh, to to hold on to the reins and make sure that they don't let go as they're mushing the Manetric through the through the snow, and uh, yeah.
0: Are you at all worried that and you're that... pulling a water type Pokemon through a thunderstorm? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, no problem
1: there. <laughs>
2: Frogadier is not going to last 25 miles. He's going to be out within a mile.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I'm I'm hoping that uh, he's able to redirect the thunderstorm so well.
0: What's, is Frogadier Man- a, a starter? Was he one of the starters in his gen? Manectric or Frogadier? Frogadier uh
1: rokey
2: no no. no. okay cool yeah greninja is a super cool pokemon
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i will
2: will say that some of my favorite pokemon are the three evolution pokemon and this is a great example of that uh you start it's like a smaller frog it goes up to a cooler looking frog and then greninja just looks awesome
1: the giant ass oh giant tongue excuse me that's right um so, yes, yeah, so I love the the, the it, Super Smash, right? He's in
2: Super Smash. Who's that? Greninja. Is he?
0: Uh, yeah, I think he is, right?
2: He yeah, yeah. I haven't played the newer Super Smash.
0: Did they put a couple new Pokemon? I forget. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. Yeah. No. Pretty
2: sure he is, yeah. So, so let it be known, listeners, that I am saying that I like a Pokemon from after Generation 3. <laughs> Bear, oh, yeah. gen <laughs> 6, yeah. Yeah, I think I think Chris's point's the the biggest thing to look at is just uh, he's going to get shocked and he'll probably get knocked out from a deer. But um, what what did you say earlier, Dan? When you were talking, um, you were saying you would figure out a way to to deal with uh, Manatric being in the in the in the snow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm hoping that there's uh, you know layers to be able to hide some of the um, elements from him.
0: He looks like a pretty tough dog. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, you know what I was thinking. You're... I mean, if you want to put like a scarf on him or something, <laughs> sure,
2: just dress him up a little bit. What you could do yeah. if
0: if yeah. Frogadier just gets electrocuted, you could hope that his sticky fans just stay stuck to the sled, and he just basically gets his his lifeless body pulled <laughs> pulled along <laughs> his, by Manectric. His lifeless
2: body, or his yes. fainted
0: body. Pokemon don't die; they I just think,
2: faint. I think yeah, what would true. happen is uh, uh, Manectric it lives in grasslands and savannas. So I think this would be like kind of the equivalency of like, uh, the Pokemon world's cool runnings where everyone's like, Oh, oh, there's this Pokemon that has nothing to do with the cold, nothing to do with the snow. He's participating in these games and everyone's just like super interested in him. He's like that guy from Tonga, you know, they're like, this guy has no, uh, what's it called? No, no reason for being here at all. But they're like, you know what? Let's just see what this guy can do. Steve, you know he didn't I was going to say that Tonga guy didn't
0: was, didn't do it this isn't in the Olympics this year.
2: Uh I was looking for him cuz there was one guy I saw come out wearing no shirt and he was waving the flag. Yeah, he, he was the only one for his country. He did it as like a a nod to that guy. As a, Okay. Yeah, yeah cuz I, I looked at Samoa. him and I could tell it wasn't him. Yep.
1: Yeah, so American Samoa, um the guy that did that um came out cheerless. and oiled up. Um but then the um, guy from Tonga stayed back because there's the whole um, volcano and
0: uh, stuff, so he stayed back to help out with that. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't hear why he didn't come. I just thought maybe he didn't qualify this year.
1: No, no, he yeah he stayed back to help out his country, which is even more noble um, than showing his country on the, like you know global stage.
0: He's like, helping I didn't, out I didn't even think he lived there. I thought he um, just. Some countries have different, like you can qualify as like not a native citizen and like he just figured out that was a good, an easier country to qualify in the Olympics for, but no, good for him.
2: Um, he was born in Australia. Okay. Um, so yeah, he definitely, I guess moved over, but he, so he was born in Australia and raised in Tonga. So, but yeah, he he went to Tonga high school. So, and him and I share the same birthday. There you go. Hey, not the same year though. (laughs) How many Olympics have you been to Steve? How I many have I been to? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So many, <laughs> I can't even remember. Okay,
0: um, No, this guy, like, so... is so funny because he... I'm sorry to sidetrack. He totally figured out how to, like, game the Olympic system. He, like, he looks for, like, an event that he can do a bunch of events. And, like, even if he doesn't win, he can get enough points to qualify. So he, like, travels all over the world doing um, Olympic qualifying events. And Baron like, usually gets enough points to qualify for a small country. And... And he gets to go to the Olympics, and I'm like, "Good for that guy!"
1: Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I mean, if I could go to the Olympics, uh, you know, and just be part of the, the thing, I would totally do it. You, I mean, you not, could, that, you could potentially
0: topic. follow his his uh, his plan. You just have to travel the world doing mediocre in a in a in a certain event, and you have to be eligible <laughs> for a small country, probably. So that might that might be the yeah. tough part.
1: Yeah, and just being really athletic enough to be able to actually even just fake it.
0: Yeah, you can't be like, yeah, you're right.
2: He he he's at least uh, capable. Yeah, yeah. I will say one of my coworkers, uh, his wife was in the 2016 Rio Olympics, and and she qualified. She's she was born American, but her mom was from I forget where, somewhere in the Caribbean. And was that it Barbados, for, um, and Antigua, and oh, Barbados yes. is that yeah. that's the two of them, right? Yeah. Um, and she qualified, she qualified for that in 2016, but she wasn't able to in, in 2020. But I know like, she like worked her behind off, but that's just kind of like, you know, how it is. Even if you're for a smaller country, it's not, it's not guaranteed, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, anything else want to add there, Dan, besides, uh, Manectric and Frogadier?
1: No, that was it.
2: Awesome. All right. Let's move to our final event. In our Pokemon Winter Olympic Games, we have the Winter Pentathlon, another event that used to be in the Olympics, no longer, uh, is now. Dan, want to give us a little info on that one?
1: Sure. So I think this was only held one time, and it was in 1948, the Winter Olympics then, in St. Maurice, uh, Switzerland. And it's basically comprised of five disciplines. It's cross-country skiing, pistol shooting, downhill skiing, fencing, and equestrian course. So, uh, mainly a lot of skiing and some shooting, uh, fencing, and then the horses riding as well. So, uh, a lot going on there.
2: That's awesome. I lo- I love it. I, I, that's something else they need. They need to re- bring back. It's just, there's just so much going on in that event. You just really have to be well-rounded in so many different things.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's basically, it's the same thing with like the, the cat, like the pentathlon, the modern pentathlon. It's all over the place where we're. The decathlon is kind of all in the track and field um, space. But like the modern pentathlon, which I'm planking I'm on, is similar in that. But it's also a it's summer Olympics, not um,
2: winter Olympics.
1: You guys, Do you guys know what the modern pentathlon What the
2: events are? I'm I yeah. got it right now. It's fencing, swimming, riding, shooting, running.
1: Yeah. So I'll, I'll replace there too. So it's actually pretty, yeah, similar, I was say to, it's
2: pretty similar to that one it just takes to replace the swimming um and the running with just
0: skiing skiing,
2: skiing yeah. events yeah exactly um i think i, th- I think that's kind of cool though how you have this version you know cuz obviously summer olympics came first when it was just called the olympics and then once they uh, create this winter olympic to to open up to other sports i think that'd be so cool if you had that uh, winter version to kind of just be the uh you know the the symmetrical successor exactly Mm -hmm. counterpart that's a better way of saying it for the winter olympics
0: i think that would be so cool yeah i wonder why i wonder if we'll ever have the pentathlon in the winter
2: again yeah like i mentioned at the top it's just it's kind of a shame just how i don't want to say bland but the winter olympics are just always the same events which which i get it because they have they've been pulling some like x games events yes that is true yeah i will i will i will give you that point that is fair
0: they're trying to get a little younger with that but I kind of get why they don't have like dog sled racing or like stuff with like a bunch of animals. That does seem a little more difficult, but like this winter, winter pentathlon, they could totally do that. Maybe, yeah, maybe just there's not that many athletes who, who do it.
2: Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like how, how do you train for that? You know, I mean, you have to train obviously for all of those different events, but it's just, it's just so much more going on than if you were just dedicating yourself to you know, a uh, high jumper or, or excuse you, me, or you could take jumper. a biathlon competitor and just teach them fencing and horse jumping. Cause they already <laughs>
0: know the skiing and shooting part of it. And then they could cross God. over in the summer Olympics and they could do dressage. <laughs> 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 no, no one should do dressage. <laughs> Why is that still in the Olympics? I don't I know. I don't know
2: either. Oh God. All right. So, so winter pentathlon. uh, let, let's, let's look at this one. Our last event here. Um, I'll, I'll I'll take this one uh if if you want unless you want to go first Dan cuz you haven't gone first yet.
1: I'll I'll go quickly. Okay. Um so mine is Enteleon, and it's basically a reptile yeah. uh similar to a chameleon. Uh it has head, shoulder, like a shoulder, slender arms, a tail. Um it, it basically looks like a a you know, a chameleon, but it has like a um has a membrane on his back that he can use to glide through the air, uh, Ooh, and has right. fingertips that can shoot water. Um, so he has a lot of little hidden talents that he can kind of use through that.
0: This was a nice find for this event. I, I give you credit for that. I, I was very surprised
1: about this one. Um, so because he's used to shooting, um, that have that that's that shooting aspect down, uh, and also pistol shooting, which is similar to the how he would be doing for fingertips. And when it comes to skiing, he has the, the the membrane, so the membrane will allow him to kind of, you know, similar to what Chris's defense earlier was, where he kind of almost feel like he's he's flying a little bit, he's be gliding down down the cross or down downhill, and then be also gliding when it comes to cross country skiing. Um, so there is definitely a lot of advantages based off what he has that brings to the table.
0: Did you see his his category as a secret agent Pokemon? I didn't want to say that because I, I thought it
1: would be um, out of nowhere, but I thought that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, I know, thought that was gotta... – this is such an interesting Pokemon. Another Gen 8 coming through with something interesting. And also, do you know anything about his Gigantamax form? Because it looks weird. I, I
1: don't. I, I've i been staring at that on Boltpedia for the last whole yeah, minute. Yeah, so um, normally he's like no a six-foot tall
0: like, reptile, but for, somehow he Gigantamaxes, which is like an alternate form thing. And he's 131 inches tall. He's, he gets huge.
1: And he or, I'm sorry, 131 on feet. 131
0: feet. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he has like, a, yeah, it's weird. It's like his tail is is most of that height, and then there's like, I couldn't tell what it was, like a cloud and then a head. I don't, I don't
2: really get it. Is that him with like a like a like a like a rifle on the top? Yeah. That's, 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 does it.
0: he have a gun? That's so interesting.
1: Um, I don't know if you guys think this, but I when I see him, I think of Rango. Um, yes. The yep. Adam, yeah. Adam Giant movie. I see that. I see that.
2: I kind of see like a Rango with uh, a James Bond pose. Yeah, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is 100%. awesome.
2: I think it looks great. Yeah, this is a this is a really good find, Dan. Hey, I'm gonna have a fun time editing this into the uh, the Pokemon pictures. That I do. <laughs> this, one's, this one's gonna be fun. It's gonna be much easier than the one that I picked, which is Obama Snow. Which is not an Obama snowman, as some people might have think heard in that. It's uh, abomina snow, um, and this is basically like, oh man, picture like a uh, like an abominable snowman uh, and a crab had a baby,
0: but not too much crab. Like the def- when everyone crab. sees the baby, they definitely say it looks like the snowman.
2: Yeah, it's definitely like ninety five percent snowman, and then it has. Uh, Two giant claws. Um, are you sure they're claws? Does it say they're claws? Uh, that's that's how I uh, I took it. it I mean, I see how you're really, saying
0: yeah. they kind of look like that, but I don't. I think they' just it just has three fingers. You think there's yeah. three
2: fingers? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I took him as his claws. Well, I, I don't know. It, yeah, it doesn't. I'm looking looking at his biology. Um, it says tail his hands and are feet are so much an
1: evergreen tree. So I guess it's just not really finger-esque they're kind of uh, stumpy
2: looking yeah stumpy yeah all right so maybe all right so maybe an abominable snowman and a tree had a baby let's, <laughs> let's do that instead he is grass also. ice type so that makes sense yeah yeah exactly
0: uh oh, so his category is frost tree pokemon so yeah i think we nailed it guys
2: Yeah. So yeah you take take a tree that fell down in the forest and you just take like that like broken stump and put that on his hands and they're green that's basically uh what he looks like <laughs> so he he has he has great uh experience being in the outdoors, which is uh good for this uh type of event. He's known as the ice monster, which just kind of gives him that little you know uh fear t- to uh intimidate his opponents with um he's able to create blizzards to hide himself uh which can also cause whiteout conditions um against his opponents now for for all of these events um what I'm thinking here is he's going to have the ability to wear skis, so that'll help him with the ski race and the downhill skiing. He'll have some good weight for the downhill skiing to help uh, move his body down because he's coming in at uh, just about 300 pounds, which isn't like crazy heavy um, for you know a huge event like this. Uh, pistol shooting, he'll be able to grasp the gun. He might not have the accuracy and experience that uh, Dan's um, Pokemon has, the um, Inteleon. But uh, looking at uh, the the fencing, he'll be able to hold on to the the sword, and then the horse jumping equestrian course. Uh, like I said, coming at three hundred pounds, he's not going to break the horse, um, but he might be <laughs> might be a little heavy. Uh, it's not like he's like you know eight hundred pounds or anything like that. But coming in at uh, seven foot three, he's definitely going to be uh, very towering and intimidating. But he'll definitely be able to get through those events. He he has the body type to do so. Um. So I want a couple of things. Just because you
0: say that he can hold a gun and a fencing sword, I don't think that means he can hold them. I, hey Chris, I think that's a, I think that's an open question on how his hands work. Hey, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever
1: given a, a tree like a gun or a sword and see the how all it the holds time? It? I'm
0: like, hey, tree, can you hold this for me? And they're like, yeah, I can hold things because I'm a tree.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen it go really well um, on my end too. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Especially because Steve literally set it up as just picture if like a guy put a. a, a a Yeti put a tree stump on his hand. And, yeah, that's what it is. Hey, I, also I, think he, I I said he could
2: hold it. I didn't say he was going to be accurate.
1: <laughs> Again, this going back to the, the first part with the assumption clause he's been putting into this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so oh, just, absolutely. he can totally just have, like, grow hands out of his stump that he has of his tree. And then, yeah, he can totally
0: grab... A... <laughs> he's, he has, like, oh, high God. dexterity with small objects, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing I was just... This is just another Pokemon where I feel like the height and weight and the look of it don't make sense. Like, he should yeah. be much heavier than that. I agree. I was shocked that he's less than 300 pounds. Yeah, cause he's, it says he's seven feet tall, seven feet three inches. And he looks huge. I mean, he's, he's like, you know, I don't want to offend Obama He looks kind of fat. He's chunky. He yeah, looks he, like he's,
1: a, s- he's a Snorlax size.
0: Yeah, he does. But he only, yeah, coming he, in under 300 pounds at seven feet is astounding to
2: me. I would I would say he's a more active Snorlax looking uh, Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah. So yes, I will I will concede the uh, the argument that you know just because he has hands doesn't mean that he'll be able to grip said uh, you know uh, weaponry for the for the events the the gun and the, and the fencing uh, sword. Wasn't but... it my two foot duck like two hundred and fifty pounds? Uh first... yeah, yours was yours was your duck was was very very large. I don't,
0: that made no sense. Like it almost feels like a typo on Bulbapedia, but I don't know.
2: Pokemon are weird. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's that's a bomb of snow. So um, hey, I'm gonna have a fun time editing that one too. <laughs> he he looks interesting. Yeah, he comes from this Pokemon called Snover, um, which is basically like a pine cone. Oh, he evolves from a snowver, yeah,
0: oh that's yeah, that is that is a i'm super yeah level like a, level really 40 is though. a tree you got oh. really gotta work your way up there, huh, yeah, so it is a lot like a tree, just like became a yeti
2: and not the other yeah. way around, yeah, huh? you know, this is the thing uh i I initially made this pick, I don't know, like a month ago, maybe when I was in quarantine for covid. So I complete, this is the first time I've looked at it since then. So when I looked at it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a snow crab. <laughs> and now that I'm looking at it again, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he was a tree. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, God. All, All right, you go- uh, Chris, you want to go with yours?
0: Yeah, yeah. I found another cool Gen uh, 7 Pokemon called Kamo-O. I don't know why. He, he's, it's Kamo-O. I thought that was interesting. Kamo-O. Anyway... He is a dragon fighting type, and he is also like a reptile looking Pokemon, but he looks like he has, it's more, more, more like a velociraptor than a, than like a gecko. Like, what were are we saying, Dan's most like a chameleon? Whatever, more like a, like a dinosaur looking type reptile. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking like velociraptor. So he has like a longer tail, he has longer arms, and kind of like a beak on his head, but he also has a bunch of like scale, like our, ar- uh, Armor looking scales. They're they're big on him. He he looks pretty cool. That's why I mostly picked because he looks cool. Um but he can probably also wear skis um because he has feet. I mean like if you can find special skis that fit your tree trunk feet, he can find special skis for himself. He appears to also have opposable thumbs, so I think he could hold things. Uh at least like okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think there was something I saw that he has some experience I think he can shoot scales from his body. So I was like, cool. oh, so he'll be okay at shooting stuff. He at least knows how to like aim. He at least understands the concept of shooting. Um, <laughs> and then what's the other event? Uh, can he ride a horse? Oh boy. I mean, that, that might hurt the horse. All those scales, they look pretty sharp if he shoots them. He's also has really sharp claws on his feet. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be, gotta, he's gotta find a sturdy horse. <laughs> he's like the right <laughs> height and weight though. He's like, he's like human proportions.
1: Yeah, I, I think he might have to take the L on that that one part and then maybe have to make sure he gets the other four areas
0: as well. Wait, you take um, an L just because you don't think he can ride a horse?
1: I think the horse would be able to take his weight, slash, I don't know how he would ride it. I think he has, he a, he the, has weight. the
0: weight. He's only 172 pounds.
2: Yeah. All right. It's I'm, I'm, huge. If I'm coming in at 300, he's going to have to be able to, to hold that one. I think he just has to have a special
0: saddle so he doesn't accidentally scratch the horse, but. Hmm. I think he could ride one. It is interesting I, though. He apparently is bulletproof, and that does. That's a fun little side
1: side story. But he's that, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it really is like armor looking. Like like the
2: scales are very large. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you got to be careful there. Those will just cut right through the horse or or whatever you're riding, and set you back. But if yeah, if you have more points from the other events, then that could that could help you out. Also, a, a
0: fun fact that I don't think will help in any of his events is he's really good at uppercuts. That's, like, his thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can send flo- foes flying. Simply raising its arms can generate enough force to change its surroundings. Wait, so, so I think cha- he's a, change, the, like the fighting type, I think, makes him... Wait, what was that, Steve? Is it like, change its environment? Would you say change its surroundings? That's what it says. Maybe it just makes, like, a gust of wind. Maybe it makes cool, like, whooshing sounds, like he's doing karate. Like, whoosh, whoosh. whoosh. Like that kind of that, thing. That's exactly how it sounds. That was pretty good. <laughs> I hope it came across well in the recording. Yeah. No, I, um, I know exactly I what you're talking it. about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also just have this, like, I don't, just my personal feeling that fighting types just have like a general athleticism to them that makes them good at like different types of things.
2: And he's dragon fighting. And that's, yeah, I uh, think, that's komo I think that will I think that'll, I think that'll work out. I like his, uh, pre-evolutions. He comes from, uh, Jangmo-o and then, uh, Hakamo-o. And then (laughs) evolves into, uh, Como-O. Yeah, he does. Yep. I like it. I like it. All right. Anything else you want to add?
0: Oh, I have a side thing not related to these events. Sure. Well, it is related, but it was a Pokemon I almost picked that was going to be one of my, like, driving the driver of either the sled or the horse. I was thinking about him as the driver for the, for the sled because he is, um, he looks like, um, the steering wheel from a ship. His name's Delmize from Gen 7. And he's like, a, he's like a steering wheel from a ship with an anchor. And I was going to be like, he's good at steering <laughs> because he would be driving. But I didn't See, pick him because I found a cooler Pokemon.
2: This is exactly what I'm talking about. Every time they show me a cool Pokemon, there's another stupid one that just pulls me away. Like a steering wheel and an anchor. No, no, yeah, like a, like a steering wheel from like a pirate ship. Like a, Right. Like a, you know... Yeah, I, I just pulled up a picture of it right now. Okay, it's, I just uh... wanted to make sure you knew it's a cool looking wheel. Yeah, but still. It's 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 those inanimate <laughs> objects. I just can't I can't get around them. Can't Yeah, do and it, it says
0: he has like seaweed on him.
2: But it, it does. Yeah, it's got that sea like uh
0: yeah, that crustacean look to it. Can you take the seaweed off? That's like another thing about these Pokemon. Like do they all have the
2: same seaweed in the same spots. Doesn't make Bruce, sense. Did you, did you notice that he uh do you have a picture of a up? Yeah. Do you notice how he has an eye patch? No, I didn't realize that. Because one of his eyes is like not there yeah i was i
0: didn't really get that i thought and his other eye kind of looks like a compass
2: it does look like a compass but i would take the other one as being an eye patch yeah that's a good point yeah that's what i would take it as <laughs> he looks like he's seen some stuff though a bunch of his um handles are broken off yep he's had a, yeah. he's had some tough times you're right he's been through <laughs> it on the open seas oh man well maybe we'll be able to incorporate him in the 2024 paris olympics <laughs> start planning now folks start planning now all right um so that brings us to a close for our pokemon winter olympics in beijing part two um there's going to be a poll in the show notes where you can vote for who you think would win between uh all of these pokemon and the events just to kind of go over it one more time in the beginning we started with ski joring uh we had two pokemon one being the polar one being the steerer um My puller was Glastrier, and the steerer was Eskew. Chris's puller was Galarian Rapidash, with his steerer being Dragapult. And Dan's puller was Spectrier, with the steerer being Riolu. After that, we looked at Dog Sled Racing, with the sled puller for myself being Glaceon, and the steerer being Weevil. Chris's puller was uh, Zacian, Zacian, um, with the steer being Surfetched. And Dan's uh, puller was Manectric, with the steer being Frogadier. And as we just ended off, we had the winter pentathlon, with mine being the Obama Snow, Obama Snow, and Chris's being Komomo, Kamo Oh, excuse me. And Dan's being Entelon. So make sure you click on the poll in the show notes and vote for who you think would win amongst all of those Pokemon. Uh, we're also going to have links in the show notes for images of all those Pokemon if we did not do a good enough job describing them uh, for you there. Uh, Chris and Dan, I'm so glad we were able to uh, have this tradition continue. Thank you guys so much for for doing this.
0: Yeah, thanks. Uh, Love the Olympics. Love, uh,
2: for the most part, talking
0: about Pokemon at the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. always.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's always a pleasure to continue this tradition. Um, So, as we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, you can click on our show notes for uh, the links uh, for our uh, new Discord server that Chris has been so generous to uh, sign up and and put together, where you can chat with all of us, ask questions, discuss episodes with other listeners as more and more people join on. We want to make that a nice community for our listeners. Um, So, as always, please make sure uh, you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Check out our discord server and our website who subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts and please continue to participate in our show for the who wincast this has been steve this has been chris and dan and we will see you next time bye-bye yep ski jorge it's a ball it is you know once you watch it you know you're hooked and then you get on the horse or you get on the skis and you get pulled and you do it and then you're really hooked